0: Hey, I'm Sarah. When planning our home birth, my husband Matthew and I were really frustrated by the lack of empowering and honest home birth resources. So we created this podcast to start a new conversation for moms and families like us. This is Doing It At Home.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Doing It At Home podcast. In today's episode, Sarah and I are talking with Dee, and we are hearing her absolutely beautiful birth story. Dee is a powerful mama hailing from Ocala, Florida. And that was very cool for us because Gainesville, Florida, where Sarah and I went to school, is right next to Ocala. So we had a nice little Florida connection. And in Dee's story, you're going to hear just an awesome example of a mama absolutely surrendering, trusting herself, trusting the process, and most importantly, trusting baby. Dee had intentions of a home birth, but things went a little bit different, not as planned, and she was transferred to a hospital, but ultimately had a really amazing birth experience. So I'm excited for you all to listen to Dee's story. Let's jump right into it.
0: Hi, Dee. Welcome and thank you for hanging out with us at the Doing It At Home podcast. What's up, Dee? Hi. Thanks so much, guys, for having me. Oh, uh, we appreciate you greatly. So Yes. Yeah, we do. It's a mutual thanks. <laughs>
1: yeah, so normally we, we do these calls in the morning, but you are a super special case and a super special mama, <laughs> and you agreed to chat with us in the evening time. So we are even more grateful to you because I know that the evenings are not always best. And so, again, thank you.
2: You're very welcome.
0: So, Dee, why don't you kick us off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your family?
2: Sure. So, my name is Dee, short for Deanne, and I'm from Ocala, Florida. I'm married to my husband, Stryker, for four years now in June, and we have a little girl by the name of Seren. She's 16 months. I'm originally from Jamaica, and somehow ended up here in the forest. I'm um, not sure how that happened, but um, so far, you know, it's just temporary for the time being. However, it's a really lovely place to start off our little family together. That is That's beautiful.
0: Great. And we actually have a Florida connection because yes. Matthew and I met and lived in Gainesville, Florida for a while, not too far from where you are. So always love that Floridian <laughs> yeah, you know, we
1: we, under, we understand what you mean when you say it's a forest.
0: Yes. 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 North
1: Central Florida region. And um, <laughs> I love your daughter's name. It's so pretty. Where uh, Where did you guys come up with the name?
2: So that's a funny story. Um, I actually studied in Switzerland for a part of my life, and I learned French. And while I was teaching yoga when I was very pregnant with Seren, I'm a yoga teacher, by the way, I... Um, this French woman asked me if I was a mermaid because I was wearing a necklace that said mermaid, but she asked me in French and French mermaid is Seren mm. And so something stuck in my mind and I had already been asking the baby like for months, like, What's your name? Oh, Just show me, you know, let me know. And turns out that her godmother I told her about the story and her godmother started laughing and said, Do you know that was my stage name when I was performing in LA, and I said, No way, your name's Seren. And she's like, Yeah, but you gotta spell it with S E R E N because it means star in Welsh. Oh, and wow. so I said, Whoa, this is her name. And it was completely confirmed every single yoga class at the end when people would come to me and say, Oh, I feel so serene.
1: That's cool. Ah. <laughs> wow, that's a beautiful story.
0: That gave me goosebumps at multiple points during the story. Like with each pinpoint, I got I got a wave of them again. That's amazing. That's cool. I'm gonna do that for future babies. I'm gonna ask them what their name is, and then you need I to like go study in Switzerland right. and learn French yes. and um, be yoga. a super
1: cool yoga teacher.
0: <laughs> Knowing you though, decides <laughs> to tell me our child's name is some superhero's name. So
1: we're naming our kid Thor. Yeah.
0: Okay, back on track. Um, Dee, there's a lot of really great parts to your story and your journey. You know, we were talking before we hit record. There's a lot of elements that contribute to what created your birth story. Um, Originally, you intended for a home birth. Um, Can you share a little bit about that and what went into that decision
2: and why you wanted to go that route? For sure. So I would probably start at the beginning where – Um, it's kind of hard to always say this, especially if there's a mom listening on the other part and she's pregnant and just kind of anticipating her baby. Um, But I really would like to share this. Uh, I had experienced a loss in my very first pregnancy. Mm. And so I was extremely on edge when I was pregnant with Saren. And I felt like I really wanted to make a connection with what had happened in my previous loss with this new baby. Um, And so I had my miscarriage at my home in my apartment in Miami beach at the time. And my midwife was on the phone with me and my husband was with me and two very good friends. And I experienced the entire delivery by myself in the bathtub and it was extremely emotional. And it, it really grounded my decision in, in making this something very important to me. But obviously, you know, I went to the hospital after that just to make sure everything was okay. And my background is I'm a retired registered nurse, uh, pediatric um, nurse. And I just, I felt like conventional medicine had taken a different route. And I really was um, very uncomfortable with how I was treated after I went to the hospital to get checked after um, the miscarriage. And, And so I said, no way. I would love to, if ever I got the opportunity to have a baby again, to have her here and in the same place, but to have a different outcome. So it was almost like the spiritual sort of like connection with that whole experience that I had. and sort of healing for me. So having the experience of being a nurse prior and actually delivering a few babies myself, um, and my husband is a farmer from Jamaica, so it's funny. Because we experienced delivering uh, baby goats, twins. And he did the whole thing. So I was like, you know what? I think we're going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) And we watched so many films um, together, even animal birthing films. Because we just felt like it's a very um, natural thing. And I really wanted to keep it as natural as possible in my mind. You know, away from other people making decisions for me, but me just feeling whatever my body needed at the time. And so that was my primary decision, yeah, for making it a home birth.
1: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand.
0: Ah, that's that's beautiful and intimate. Like like I I get the sense of like intimacy through that whole process and and decision making. Um, the connection that you shared that you wanted to create between the one experience and the future one. Um, it's really fascinating to hear what the pinpoint is or what the root of what someone's decision ultimately ends up being, you know, where it comes from. And it's different for all of us. You know, it might be something mm-hmm. that inspired us to experience something different from what we saw or had experienced at one point in our life, or we just felt called or drawn or moved to something. But to just hear your, like the 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 seed for your uh, decision is beautiful. So yeah. thank you so much for sharing that and your your authenticity mm-hmm. in that and just, just being vulnerable. I really, I know many are appreciating that right now as they listen. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. So we're going with the home birth birth route. How was your pregnancy and
2: what, what things did you do throughout it to prepare yourself? For sure. So, um, as I would mentioned, having lost my prior pregnancy, it was two years before Stryker and I could conceive again and being a yoga teacher, extremely fit and just, always like eating healthy stuff i mean we even did like this vegan cleanse like we were wondering what was going on and apparently our baby just wasn't ready to come yet so after two years that was actually taken by surprise um we got pregnant Mm -hmm. and it was amazing it was during an anniversary actually that's Uh when we had conceived so we kind of remember the whole experience i remember like even just holding my belly and just thinking like, it's okay for you to come now, you know, like we're ready for you. Wow. And um, it just felt very empowering to have known from the very beginning, like when she was conceived. And I had this feeling that it was a girl, you know, like it was just the first feeling, but because I had had the miscarriage about seven weeks into the pregnancy with Doren, I started spotting mm. and I freaked out, like no matter how much yoga I could do or breathing exercises, that was just the moment where my whole world was just like, oh my gosh, is this happening again? Like, what did I do wrong? Mm, And I just felt like I was beating myself up, you know? My husband, like I mentioned, he was a farmer, so he has these really simplistic, beautiful ways of explaining life to me. And he just looks at me and he's like, you know, I've planted so many seeds in my life Mm. And so many of them came forth and so many didn't. And so this may just be one of those moments, but let's just hope for the best, you know. So here I am laying on my bed and I'm holding my belly and I'm calling my midwife and she just tells me like the three possibilities that could be happening right now. And I decide that I'm going to share it with my family because the prior pregnancy, I never did. I was waiting for like the 12 week mark. So I called everyone, and everyone just gave me so much love. And from that moment, I felt like I was super supported. But internally, I had so much anxiety that every single time up until 24 weeks when I discovered um, Expectful, which is a meditation app for pregnant women, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't even, like, go to the bathroom and just wonder, like, every single time, I was like, oh, I'm checking for blood, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, plus, the beginning of our pregnancy was a little shaky. Um, I, I know, and I've spoken to so many women over the past years, that relationship stuff, like, everything that needs to come up, <laughs> comes up, like, right at yeah. the beginning, or right at the end, once the baby comes. And mm, it was just, like, everything was coming at us. And um, it was just a really challenging moment. So at 24 weeks, I discovered Expressel. Um, Thank God for Instagram. <laughs> and I started immediately meditating, like, every day, every morning. And we lived right on the beach, so it was so perfect. Oh, just yeah. went walking in the morning, walking in the evening. And I had quit my nursing job prior to getting pregnant, so I was, like, concerned because I just started working in my – dream job as a yoga teacher full-time and like some of the top hotels and spas in Miami Beach. And here I was growing this belly. And so thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I'm not going to get the job. But it was amazing because, yes, you know, like being pregnant just led me into the right spaces. And everyone loved me and loved her, you know, through that whole process. So I practiced yoga throughout my whole pregnancy. Um... And just walked morning and night doing the meditations. Yeah, that's how I prepared for my home birth. Later okay. on, um, I discovered hypnobirthing. Mm. And so I decided that I would do the lessons at home for that too. So that's that's what kind of prepped me for that.
1: That's mm-hmm. awesome. We did hypno, hypno babies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did that. Yes, in...
2: that's what we did too. Yeah, it was amazing.
1: <laughs> It was amazing. Loved it. T- tell us a little bit about Expectful and, and like sure. what you know, what that was for you.
2: Oh my gosh. So just imagine, right? You wake up in the morning and you could either lay down because you're extremely exhausted because you're like growing baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> or you can just like imagine you're by yourself with this little one. I just put in my headphones and went for a walk right to see the ocean. Every single day I just get fresh air. And I thought, hmm, this little twenty minutes, you know, could really do a lot for me. Let me just try it. So I made it a routine and a ritual. So every morning and then in the evening, every evening I would watch the sunset with her. And the voice on the Expectful app is just like, uh like just put you into a completely different place. Being in a bustling city like Miami Beach, it was just like everything was drowned out. And I couldn't connect with Seren before because of my previous experience. So there was something that was happening within me that was like not giving me that ability to believe that I could create life. And listening to this app and just getting inward with myself, which is what the app helps you do, it's, it's really just a guide for you to just go within your own self, hear your own voice. And because you're guided, like your anxiety your mind can just calm down and listen to the, the guided meditation. And then before I knew it, I just started hearing her voice. Every single time I would have like an anxious moment. Mm. <laughs> I would hear like one of the meditations just like playing repeat in my head without the actual app, you know? So it was really powerful, but Expectful is offered for not only um, pregnant women but also women who are trying to conceive too. So I'm really happy that they came out with that because that would have been really nice to start with. Yeah, and for moms, Mm -hmm. that's
1: very cool. Yeah, like I I hadn't heard of Expectful um, before. You know, we got connected with you, and you know, Hypno Babies is something that we did, and so uh, definitely want our listeners to be able to check that out. So we'll put links to Expectful and Hypno Babies in the show notes over at diahpodcast.com.
0: Absolutely. Cool. So mm-hmm. moving closer to birthing time, you mentioned a midwife, so you were, you were working with a midwife. Did you have any other intentions for birth team or who else would be there?
2: Oh, wow. So that was a very good question. Um, my husband never made it to any of the births. Um, you know, like my monthly checks, and he was always working so it was just like really like it was just me my baby my midwife and then we had a doula for some time who was a training midwife and I just remember feeling like no I'm afraid to like have anyone else in this space I felt like this was a moment that I wanted to recreate and like just having another energy there for me was just it was felt super off Mm -hmm. um but if you would ask me if ever I had another baby, would I have a doula? Yes. Yes. A thousand percent. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) A thousand percent. And I would give my husband a break, you know, the poor guy, like during my birth experience, he was just, oh, he was amazing, but everywhere. Um, And I do believe that at least for me, I seriously needed that support and it would have been nice to have someone like touching my belly while I was having a contraction or pressure wave and just sharing with me like that they were with me through that process instead of him like filling up the birth pool or like getting me water. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So how was the birth itself? How did did you realize you were in labor and and what were the, the steps after that?
2: Sure. So I went into labor at around eleven thirty on a Sunday night, and I was so excited because my husband worked so much. At least he was off. I wasn't sure how things were going to work out, you know. So, oh, we were just lying down on the bed, and I just heard pop. Oh and wow! I, I woke him up. I was like, "Did you hear that?" And he was like, "Yes." What was that? And <laughs> I was like, "I think my water just broke." Oh man! <laughs>
0: wow! I have not heard of that before. Yeah. I haven't spoken to a woman who's experienced that. So this is exciting. That's
1: cool.
2: So I immediately went to the bathroom and I didn't know what to expect, you know, so I had no idea that the first part of my labor, at least, was extremely chill. I thought that cramps or labor processing or the pressure, the contractions were going to come super strong. Ooh, it's just beautiful. It felt like I was on this, like, wave just chilling out in the, in the ocean. It was all yeah. that meditating. So I was like, yeah, I'm like, this is amazing. What are people talking about? This is easy, right? <laughs> Thank God for hypnobabies and expectable. Like, seriously, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I called my midwife. She's like, go to sleep. I couldn't go to sleep. I was too excited. So I downloaded an app and was contact like counting my contractions and nothing was progressing. You know, like it just kept going and coming. And about like twelve hours later, there's no baby. And my midwife um, decides that she's coming over. And she's like, look, Dan, you're still like you have a rupture of membranes, you are exposing, like there's all these possibilities that could be happening. And just so you know, like, it's like the procedure that I'm going to have to give you some antibiotics. Now Naomi um, and my background and just everything I did, I was so upset because I was like, no way. I worked mm-hmm. so hard to build, like, my natural flora so that she would have, like, this perfect birthing experience and have the super immunity, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I refused the antibiotics. And about... Four hours later, when I still wasn't progressing, she decided that she was going to put me into active labor. Um, She did this amazing, like, homeopathic technique and was, like, holding my hips and moving me side to side. And, man, I snapped right into it. Apparently, what happened was Saren's head wasn't positioned directly on my cervix, so I wasn't able to dilate completely. Oh, wow. But I was... So that's why my first part of my labor was so calm. Mm -hmm. It was just my contractions were coming. It was like warming my uterus up for the active part of labor. So anyway, once she put me into active labor, that was it. It was just powerful, amazing strength. Um, I had never felt anything like that. And I just remember, like, my entire head, I just... If I just remember, like, my skull just, like, swelling open, you know, just, like, this feeling of, like, intense heat flying up into my head all the way down through my vagina. And just thinking, like, holy smokes, like, this is powerful. My body wow. going to, like, open up. Um, but I didn't have a doula. My husband, she's, my midwife is telling my husband, go fill up the water for her. Like, you know, uh, we had a planned water birth. And she ends up checking me and realizes that I'm only one centimeter. Uh So at that point, um, she told me, you know, what my options were. And I was still like stubborn as hell. I'm not going to the hospital. I know what's going to happen there. I can do this. And my husband looks at me and he's like, D, you're extremely exhausted. Mm -hmm. Like it's 26 hours in and you're one centimeter, um, you know, like. Let's go to the hospital. So I started crying. <laughs> I was so emotional about the decision. I had nothing ready. So he was like going around the house, just picking anything he could just to pack my bags. Cause I was adamant. I wasn't going to the hospital. So I didn't even have that prepared. And, um, During that time, I'm in extreme active labor, okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So my midwife is helping him pack. They're running around the house, and I'm just over in the corner just, like, going through these pressure waves, like, oh, my God. And finally, um, like, we didn't even have time to put on hypno-babies. Like, it was just chaos at that moment. So I was living in an upstairs um, unit. So my husband ended up, like, literally taking me down the stairs thank god he's a huge man and (laughs) put me in the car and (laughs) and i just held on to the car seat and he buckled me in so i'm like straddling the car seat holding on to like the entire seat while he drives me to the hospital and immediately you know like i just remember the feelings it felt like eternity i thought it was i I thought i was dying Mm -hmm. to be honest i felt every single emotion of like death like i'm dying this is it and and i'm ready you know like just yeah. <laughs> take me <laughs>
1: wow. it's
2: not to scare anyone that's not the thing i remember this woman who had a home birth um once telling me that it's this feeling that the maiden is dying and she must die in order for the mother to be born mm. and i, like I just that. remember feeling like Oh my God! This is happening, my Deanne. You gotta let go of your old self. And I just didn't understand what that meant until I got to the hospital. And here I am on this in this very cold room, and they are now pressuring me to get an epidural because I'm not. um, By this time too, they checked me and I'm like six centimeters. So within two hours, I had dilated to six centimeters. Mm And it was so intense. they were like, you really need to sleep. We're worried about you. You're not going to have energy to push. So I was so sad that I had then went again and agreed to the epidural. So there was two things that just made me feel like I, you know, failed in a way, but I knew I didn't like, it took me a year to figure that out postpartum, but, um, you know, like, sometimes things just have to happen in order for you to realize, like, parts of yourself or, like, however your baby chooses to come into the world, you yeah, know? Yeah, And so here I am, like, talking to Saren, and I just knew step-by-step step what was going to happen. Being in the, being a nurse, watching, like, every video about hospital birth, and I'm like, okay, here comes the IV. My contractions are going to slow down. My baby's heart rate is going to drop. They're going to sign me up for a cesarean, oh, you know? Wow. Mm So, and that's exactly what happened. Um, But fortunately, I had an amazing doctor. So what I learned from this experience is that, you know, like, you still got to trust in people and the goodness of yourself and also your baby. And so I knew Surin knew me and I started feeling so connected to her by the end of my pregnancy. Like we just had this thing going on and I just told her like, Hey, you know, like, how do you want to be born? You know, I realize I can't control the situation anymore, baby. It's your choice now. Mama's. I'm letting it be. You choose. And her heart went really low. Um, and the doctor came in and said, listen, I want these nurses to shut everything down. So they locked up all the lights, all the beeping noises, and they monitored me from outside the room so that I could get some sleep. And he, he begged me to sleep. And in 20 minutes, he came back, and I had dilated three centimeters, and he had me sitting up, ready to push her out. Oh, and he,
1: wow.
2: he was just amazing. Um, best experience in a hospital, hospital birth ever. And he just encouraged me to just focus. I had never made such faces before <laughs> 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 to kind of get this baby out of me because I couldn't feel my legs, you know? And... Um, yeah, she came and I asked him if he could just put her on my chest. If I could just have that and he said, If she's breathing and she cries, you get your baby. I'll leave her alone with you. If she doesn't I gotta take her to ICU. And so I said, Okay, Serena, whatever you need, baby, you know, like I just started letting it go and letting her lead the way for me and trusting my child's birthing experience, her story. Um, and yeah, when she was born she came out crying and alive and it was a very beautiful and also interesting experience so being a new mom you know like a lot of people are like oh yeah you know I was like oh this is amazing my beautiful baby my first feeling was this is really weird yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) that's real (laughs) yes
0: I appreciate that yeah I was
2: like wow this is weird um but we, we got to know each other pretty fast. And so, yeah, that was my birthing experience. And fortunately, I didn't get the cesarean birth. But if I had to, I, I, I was ready for it, you know? Yeah. I accepted it.
1: Yeah. yeah, it would have been okay that you... Wow, there's so much surrender and so much trust and so much just acceptance in your story. And it's, that's a beautiful thing. That's amazing.
0: yeah and surrender pretty close to sarin as well so
1: another
2: little (laughs)
0: connection of what you had to do to meet her is just let it go and release whatever sort of control like you mentioned control and expectations Mm -hmm. and and that trust in i love how you said trust in the goodness of yourself in people and of baby like that trifecta of of just trust and surrender is beautiful Absolutely beautiful. Um,
1: And what an awesome doctor you ended up having. Yeah, props
0: to him. I
2: know, right?
1: Wow. (laughs) I've never heard of that. Like, with all the stories we've heard of and the hospital transfers and everything, it's never...
0: Way to go, Miami.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah,
0: Dr. Spence. Amazing (laughs) man from Jamaica. Oh, perfect. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. you, yeah. Wow, that's a lot of cool Mm -hmm. synchronicity. Um, Yeah. So, I guess... You know, I'm wondering this. I'm wondering if anyone else is wondering this. If you plan on having more children, would you go home birth route again and then just see like you did with this, surrender to what happens?
2: Hell yes. Nice. Like that's not, not a question. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's beautiful. Yeah, definitely. But I would definitely just add in the support of a beautiful doula. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Dee,
0: thank you so much. I have really loved hearing your story. It's yeah. been so full of, of heart and your candor and, you know, your humor about it all as well. It's just, it's delicious. I, lo- I loved all of it.
2: <laughs> Thanks for allowing me the space Absolutely. to share.
0: Yes, please mm-hmm. give our love to Saren and to Stryker, your big, big hunky husband who was able to carry you.
1: The <laughs> Jamaican farmer man. <laughs> and for, for right. everyone listening we're going to have links to everything yes. mentioned in this you know in our conversation to expectful to uh hypnobabies all that stuff will be on uh, the episode page over at diahpodcast.com and once again d you're incredible thank you for thank you for being you for coming on the show and for telling your story the way the way that you did it was uh, it was really a pleasure to listen to
2: thank you so much guys